You're listening to Skullcrack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic the Gathering podcast. I'm your host David Wolf, and I'm joined by... And Alan. And each and every week we bring you the latest news as well as our tournament report and of course our deck of the week. Pretty good. I'm pretty exhausted. I had a very, mm-hmm. uh, very busy weekend. And mm-hmm. My voice is destroyed. So sorry. <laughs> it sounds okay. fine. Yeah, it's the husky. Um, yeah, like Phoebe from Friends. Yeah. Wait, what? Remember when she gets a cold and everyone's like, "Oh, oh your yeah, voice yeah, is so yeah, much yeah, more yeah. attractive when you're Oh involved. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, there you go. You're Phoebe from Friends. <laughs> All right. I'll take so it. kooky. <laughs> so tell us why were you? Why? Why is your voice in bits? Uh, I was at a Street Fighter tournament over the weekend called Celtic Throwdown, which is a Probably I don't know. I would imagine it's one of the one of the biggest gaming events of the year in Ireland at this mm-hmm. point. It was it was crazy. It was really cool. I, I've been, for anyone who doesn't know, I've played Street Fighter for years and years, and uh, been a big part of the the Irish community. Um, yeah, know all those guys for years, but been helping to run events and try try to go to whatever I can. I hadn't been to anything in, in quite a while just because I haven't really been playing Street Fighter. But I definitely wanted to make it this because it's like the big you know, mark on the calendar for the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were a lot of foreign players coming over and stuff like that. So it was great. It was in the Crown Plaza Hotel in Blanchardstown, which is like a lovely four-star hotel, very classy. And uh, we had a bunch of players from Europe over. There was a Mexican player, a Japanese player, South Korean player for anyone who knows. Street Fighter Daigo Mahara was there from Japan and Infiltration was there from South Korea who are two of the best players in the world. Daigo is mm-hmm. pro- easily considered the greatest Street Fighter player of all time. Yeah, that's- also, so, I know who he is, and I don't know much about fighting games. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's how famous he is. Yeah, so for anyone who's probably everyone has seen this video on YouTube, the Evo Moment Thirty Seven, where Doggo does the parry against Chun Li. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, 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 super famous. Yeah, 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 yeah. like it has like tens of millions of views on yeah, YouTube. So yeah, nice. that so dude. Sweet. But uh, so yeah, it was it was such a fun weekend. Uh, it was an amazingly run event. I think I think in total we had like three hundred and fifty people or something like that. I'm not sure mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, there were so many tournaments run. I think it was like 16 tournaments over the course of the weekend across different games, singles and teams formats. Sweet. Uh, it was so much fun. I, I only entered two games because I just kind of, most of the time, I just wanted to hang out and see people I hadn't seen mm. seen in a while. So I entered Street Fighter 3 Third Strike and Ultra Street Fighter 4, which are two of the old washed up has-been games. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, no one everybody's with the new Street Fighter 5. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got that V-trigger. Yeah, so yeah, Street Fighter 5 and Tekken were the two biggest events. Oh, oh Tekken, well, really? Yeah, Tekken's gotten really, really big. And, uh, sorry, I believe actually Smash Bros. was probably okay. probably actually bigger than one of those, at least. Probably mm. bigger than Tekken, I'm mm. not sure. But uh, Smash Bros. is kind of its own thing compared to the other fighting games in the scene, so I actually okay. I don't really know many of the Smash guys, so I just wasn't... Which... Not. Smash? Do they use the uh, melee? One? Melee and four, yeah. So melee is okay. the is the GameCube one, and then yeah. four is the newest one. And nobody really plays Brawl anymore, which is the Wii one. I don't okay. think yeah. that was kind of not many people liked it, and there was a modded version of it eventually made that people okay. liked. But anyway, it's a, it's a whole thing. But yeah, so I, I top aided both tournaments I entered, which nice I was really one. happy with. They were they were on the smaller side of the tournaments. They were like I think they were both like twenty something players. Yeah, but uh, I was happy to top eight both. Uh, got knocked out in Ultra Street Fighter Four by. Uh, Paul, our our friend of the show. Oh really? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. ex friend of the show for not being here on ex communicator. Sorry, uh, Paul. No, he was playing really well, so he did really Sweet. well in uh, Ultra Street Fighter Four. Game day um, champion as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all across the world. It. Yeah. Did he did he win that tournament? No. Uh, no, there's basically there's a guy who runs who goes around Europe to all the tournaments and runs Street Fighter Four 
at them because yeah. Capcom essentially don't want to support it anymore because they want to put all their time into supporting Street Fighter Five for sure. this game. So uh, yeah, shout out uh, Gil Stole My Ride is the guy's uh, is the guy's name, and uh, he basically wins all these tournaments because he's one of the only people that still practices the game. Okay, an yeah, awful yeah. Lot. so he's a shark. He is a shark, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but uh, he's a lovely guy. And shout out to anyone who who spends that much time going around to different com- yeah, countries, and yeah, yeah, supporting clear passion for the game. Yeah, definitely. So that was great. Um, yeah, the Irish community just came together in a really big way. It was such a good atmosphere. Yeah, we get this with magic events as well. Like sure, it's, yeah. uh, it was, it was just brilliant. So I was really happy to be a part of it. I I ended up being able to commentate um, some Street Fighter Five, which was a little bit uh, nerve wracking since I don't play the game that much and I knew that my knowledge was definitely lacking compared mm-hmm. to the older games in the series. But uh, I was good enough that I was asked to commentate the top eight. So that was really exciting. So I was commentating in front of I think I'm not sure how many people we had. I think we had about five thousand people on Twitch right. yeah. that I was commentating to. Yeah, um, that's, that's what I saw. Yeah, so that was really fun, um, and it was a great top eight as well. Like I, I actually really enjoyed myself, even though I'm not the biggest fan of the game. Mm-hmm. So that was great. So yeah, shout outs to those guys. It was it was hosted by As One Productions. You can check them out on Facebook and everything like that. They run basically all the fighting game events in Ireland mm. and uh, yeah I can't wait can't wait for next year Kill the in 2018 it's going to be great awesome. everybody come to Ireland yeah, 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 yeah I'll teach you guys to play before next year yeah. we'll alright okay yeah, alright yeah. yeah. real crush it yeah, yeah definitely be, be, be beating Daigo and stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay good to good to hear that there's a, another thriving game scene yeah, man, it's, it's so I'm so happy. Like, it sounds like he's yeah. doing better than Magic, to be honest. Dead, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I like I started playing fighting games in 2009, and uh, I was like running a lot of events and stuff back then, and like we were running events in like pretty dingy locations. It was yeah. like it was amazing to go from you know the upstairs of like a dodgy gaming center with like you know t- like 12 people entering a tournament to having 400 people in a four star hotel. Yeah. Uh, like I couldn't believe sweet. it. If you told me that like when I started organizing events, yeah, I would have laughed in your face. <laughs> but, like if you told me that Daigo was going to come to an Irish Street yeah. Fighter tournament, yeah. you know, no way. And he sweet. got knocked out in pools too. It was yeah. like the craziest Very thing ever. Cool. He didn't even get through his pool. Yeah. yeah. He got uh, the Mexican player who was there uh, knocked Who's him out. He oh, he was playing Guile. Yeah. Guile, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, d- I don't think he was playing at his best though. He had just sure. flown in the previous night and yeah. uh, he missed a, a, a connection and all his luggage got lost by Ryan. Oh, oh, that's the worst. Uh, so I think he had a pretty bad weekend because he was there to sell like autographed copies of his book was one of the main reasons oh, he was there. So he didn't he, have them with him? He didn't have them because yeah. they all were in the lost luggage. Uh, so I think he had a pretty bad weekend. So I I hope he comes back to Ireland anyway. Yeah, yeah. A, it's a big draw for tournaments if you can have players like that there. Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's uh, that's some Street Fighter news that uh, our our listeners certainly care about. <laughs> they definitely care about it one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Alan? How are you? Very good. What did I I I was out watching another Celtic throwdown of sorts on Saturday. It was um the Irish national soccer ball team. Uh, oh, soccer ball team. <laughs> they yeah. played against Georgia. It was horrendous. It was, it was actually physically painful to watch. All the sport yeah. of the weekend just passed me by. Yeah. I don't <laughs> all Ireland, about any of it. All Ireland final as well. Yeah. 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 God of, oh, man. Yeah, it was Literally, I could not tell you even what sport <laughs> was being played. <laughs> it was hurling. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mayo versus Galway? Yeah. Uh, no, it was. Um, I knew it was Galway. Well, Waterford, 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 Waterford versus Galway. I was, yeah, I was, yeah, I was yeah. driving my Everyone Wins on the way home from Rush, and there was a lot of hurling happening outside there. Hurling <laughs> 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 on the street. Yeah. <laughs> So you had a good weekend of sports ball. I did. Excellent. Exactly. But I prefer to have a week, a weekend of sports ball, but a week of magic. Ooh. Ball. Okay. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> so yes, we do, we do indeed have a lot of spoilers today. Um, 
So we're continuing the crazy ride that is uh, Ixalan preview, preview season. Um, so we have a couple of new spoilers that we're going to be talking about, and we're going to be also be talking about the results from the, the two GPs at the weekend, Grand Prix Turin and Grand Prix Washington, D.C. Um, we're going to mention a little bit about the story, see how the story is shaping up now going into yep. Ixalan, and then we'll be giving our tournament reports and our deck of the week. So I suppose we'll start with the, the new spoilers, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had a few today, and then a few that we kind of didn't really talk about last week. Um, or and also some that have happened since since our last show. Um, so one of the ones that we didn't talk about last time, I think, that I wanted to mention was uh, Settle the Wreckage. Mm. So it's a it's a two white white instant, and it says exile all attacking creatures target player controls. That player may search his or her library for that many basic land cards, put those cards onto the battlefield tapped, and then shuffle his or her library. Now, what are the kids calling this? Wrath to Exile. It's funny. I mean, it's pretty. It's a pretty good name. Pretty apt. What, what do you guys think of this? Yeah, I was, I was. I was. about to ask the same. I'm not sure. I mean, like the the exile is pretty relevant, right? Against like Hazaret and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, if you won for one with this, you'd obviously rather just have like cast out. Yeah, I mean, and the fact that it's dependent on them attacking you. But I mean, I suppose you're going to be playing this in a control deck, so I mean, I assume. Yeah, I would think so. I like. I think specifically against the mono red deck that we have now, right? Which is not the way, the best <laughs> yeah. way to evaluate cards. I know, but sure, yeah. It's kind of the first thing to come to mind. This isn't very good because they have a lot of uses for mana. You know, they have that's they, true. They yeah. have mana sinks uh, with like Hazard. They have like they can go bigger with Planeswalkers and Glorybringers and stuff. They like also that. just have lands that they want to sacrifice right exactly yeah yeah, yeah. And i mean yeah, you can't you, search for ramanap ruins out of this but you can search for enough mountains to activate your ramanap ruins yeah where you're not going to enough times mana. yeah yeah so in that exact circumstance which i mean you know ramanap red might not exist anymore after this format rotates uh, I, I don't think that's the, the spoilers case. we have today yeah i don't <laughs> think that's the case <laughs> you but, can have, yeah. but it's possible so i don't think it's good against that particular style of red deck mm. like aggressive deck but like, there's certainly a bunch of uh, a bunch of like aggressive decks where it could like, be absolutely. Like I think well it could be good against Teamer. The fact that it doesn't target target. Yeah, it doesn't target. So it does like, target. It does. Oh, target bigger. Sorry. Yeah. Target, yeah, target. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Each attacking. Yeah. So like, you know, you can get things like Bristling Hydra. It's really good against Pummeler too. Oh yeah, really that's true. Yeah. Well, they can just fling in a response. Yeah, they get, yeah they can fling in response, <laughs> but like uh, still it gets it gets their Ronuses and stuff. That's like, true. Yeah, you know, yeah. Pummeler decks t- are a little more fair decks now than mm. the original versions and they do rely a little bit more on, on Ronus and Bristling Hydra. Yeah. 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 When you see a card like this, you're like, you're like, you, you, you just think, all right, how can I maximize it? You're thinking if they attack with a big team and you mm. get all of them, you're like, that's pretty sweet. But mm. then like, you're also ramping them. You know, I mean, a lot of the decks, they don't, they don't ramp to anything, but I suppose you're like, if you're doing that for a big number, like let's say four or five, you, you're, you know, you know, we talk about the way getting lands out of your deck isn't really deck yeah. thinning. It's not a huge effect, no. but five at once is. Yeah. Like if they can manage to take almost all the basic lands out of their deck, then, I mean, it does make the second one of these better. Oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they can't search for as many lands. Yeah, it actually, yeah. the second one is going to be pretty good. Although it's like, I don't know how big their board is going to be. Oh, by the time you cast the second. Yeah. One. If you know what else, you know what else is in standard? What? Even mind sensor. Yeah, 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 that is a combo. <laughs> I, I was thinking, like, oh, this would be great in modern, maybe. Hang on a second. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
saddle the wreckage, aim mine sensor in response. Yep. It's uh, they can only search the top four cards. Seems bad. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, well, it seems good, but it's like I just can't imagine Avon Mind Sensor being in the same deck as this card. No, yeah, 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 and it doesn't really have a place otherwise. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Sideboarded. Yeah. It could be a yeah. thing. Like Avon Mind Sensor is a card that I wouldn't be surprised to see pop up in standard. Yeah, I mean, it has, it's done mm. nothing so far. Yeah. But no, you know, and we we even have, you know, a reasonable amount of search effects that not. We have we have traverse and we have attunement either, mm. and people aren't playing it now. Mm. So unless we have fetches, like if if there were fetches, I even mind sensor would one hundred percent be played. Yeah, even mind sensor and the other dude three one bird. Yeah, the, the uh, slapless thing, stifle, stifle, yeah. stifle bird, with stifle bird. Yeah, that's yeah. his name. He is a wizard for that for that tribal ooh, commander deck. Ooh. <laughs> stifle your. Whatever. <laughs> like I mean, if if uh, if God's Pharaoh's gift becomes the best deck in the format, then. You know, it kind of counters their gift to the after gateway to the afterlife. Sure. Wait, nimble obstructionist. No, um, mind sensor. Oh, oh yeah. Well, oh, yeah. But they can search their graveyard. Yeah, they can search their graveyard on hand. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, it's not yeah, ideal. That's true. No. Um, I feel like yeah, I suppose like traverse. I mean, traverse decks were uh, the most searchy decks. You could say that the most searchy deck. Yeah. Mm. And, and if and if mind sensor hadn't been playing against that. Uh, and that deck's going so if, if that wasn't it's time to shine well, I mean it hasn't you long. know decks with Traverse haven't been like Traverse hasn't been the engine for a, for a, t- for a long time yeah, I think. Sure, yeah. like Traverse has been like a maybe mm. like those decks have become more on the counters and the a energy side yeah. yeah and uh, it's a, the, the card is no good against the tune it's just too slow like, yeah yeah yeah, so. yeah that's true Um. so well it's an interesting card anyway to have as an option. Mm, definitely. Um, what do you think of this one? Kapala Warden of Waves. So um, it's one blue blue for a legendary creature. Merfolk Wizard. Also a wizard. Wizard tribal and standard. Um, it's a 2-2. Spells your opponents can cast. The target a Merfolk you control cost, cost two more to cast. And abilities your opponents activate. The target a Merfolk you control cost two more to activate. So it's reminiscent of um, Kira. Great glass spinner. Which is... Similar card, same cost, 2-1 flyer instead of a 2-2 merv, and it's a spirit instead of a merfolk, and it just counters the spells and abilities the first time. Yeah. I think this could be good if the merfolk deck, merfolk deck is already good, but it's not going to make the merfolk deck good. You know what I mean? Are you talking about merfolk and standard? Yeah. Because I'm more thinking this card for modern. Okay. Um, like as a replacement for Kira. Yeah, it's not I mean, like Kira's it, it, usually what, like a one-of anyway? Yeah, but Kira could, you know, um, this you could pr- afford to have more of these maybe than Kira. I think Kira's usually a two-of. Okay, yeah. You, like, you could, you could afford to have three, like, they get pumped by Nords. They do. It's just it, it, yeah. And, and uncounterable off Cavern. Hmm. Like, it's pretty yeah. important that Kira is a, a, a spirit and not... A not Marfa, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a good point. And I suppose, I mean, Nigi, uh, it's, so you're saying it's like the mission returns with Kira, but not so much with this. Well, actually, not the legendary. Well, no, it's legendary anyway, yeah. yeah. So. But I mean, uh, you can cast it off your cavern as well. Yeah, so that's, that's, yeah, that's so, pretty big. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the, obviously, the downside is that, well, I don't even know if it is a downside, is it? So Kira just counters spells, mm-hmm. counters the first spell that targets mm-hmm. a creature you control each turn. Yeah. Um, Whereas this one costs them, makes them 
cost more to cast. So like they can still one for one with it or with any of your other cards as long as they have the mana. But like in modern, most of the removal spells cost one and two, making like Fatal Push cost three is pretty strong, I think. Yeah, it is pretty good. I mean, it's like, I'm just thinking you're probably going to already have cast your Fatal Push, obviously. Like, this is, like, that ability is good against a top-decked Fatal Push mm -hmm. against Merfolk, but, like, mm -hmm. you're already have going to, like, kill one of their lords with your with your Fatal Push. Like, I feel like once you get up to three mana, or, like, your Aether Wild of three or whatever, yeah, like, you're more looking towards, like, like Wrath-type effects to, to deal with the board. Like, an Anger of the Gods and it's stuff true. like that. Yeah. And then this doesn't help against that. Obviously, neither does Kira. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know, like, it, it could be good. It's good, it, like, it's good against Planeswalkers, you know? Sure, like it's, yeah. It's better than Kira against Planeswalkers, mm -hmm. like, against Liliana the Last Token yeah. and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Uh, there aren't that many Planeswalker abilities in modern, though, the target creatures, I guess. Mm. Nahiri. Nahiri. Karn, but you're, you're ahead. Yeah. 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 It's really good against Walking Ballista. That's true. Yeah, it's insanely good against Walking Ballista. Under the four to kill it with Walking yeah. Ballista. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that could actually be very, very relevant like against the, the counters yeah. matchup. Although yeah. it's not, because if they can make a big Ballista, they can probably Whereas just Whereas Kira you. just needs... Like, you need two counters on the Ballista to kill the Kira. Yeah. But you need two counters on the Ballista and four mana to kill this. Yeah. Yeah. Or to, or to kill another Merfolk. Uh, yeah, I knew the Merfolk. Like, I think this card is interesting, and certainly for people who, you know, want to get into... Like, the amount of Merfolk that they're printing in this set makes me think that it might get a lot of people into modern Merfolk. Yeah. Yeah, like, Merfolk is a pretty cheap tech, anyway. Like, and it's, it's also good. Like, there's nothing yeah, yeah, wrong with it. It's a, you know, performs well, and there's a lot of people who've played it for a long time, and swear yeah. by it you get to play uh, Spreading Seas and Ghost Quarter which is like a really good place to be yeah, in modern right now yeah all your dudes are unblockable maybe they'll reprint Aetherwild and then it'll just be like the cheapest stack in modern oh that'd be so, that'd be so sweet yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they certainly wouldn't reprint Aetherwild in standard but maybe an Iconic Masters or something like yeah. that oh that's yeah, yeah. I, we're getting Iconic Masters this, this weekend it's a uh, no way is Hasbro it? Hasbro is this weekend isn't it uh, Hascon. Hascon. Hascon is Hascon this weekend no is it I just thought of it. 9th of September? I thought it was in December. No, that's... No, no, has gone soon. I think you're, you're oh, thinking okay. of the un Unstable release. Oh, right, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah right. you're anyway, right. We'll, we'll get back to that. I was going to break side here, sorry. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Kapala is... Basically what I was trying to say with that is, uh, at the very least, she's a cheap pickup as a replacement for Kira, even if she doesn't replace Kira in everybody's deck. True. Yeah. Um, if anybody's looking to get into Merfolk. She can certainly replace Kira. Looks like a three mana two two, a lot of the time though. Um, what else did we want to talk about? How do you think about what do you think about um, pirates? How do you think that's shaping up? So we have like Dead Eye Tracker, who's a one mana one one human pirate for, and then for one in the black, you can tap exile two cards from an opponent's graveyard, and he explores, which as we explained last week, you look at the top card if it's a land into your hand, if it's a non land card. The creature gets a 1-1 counter and you can put it on top of your library or in your graveyard. We have other stuff like Fathom Fleet, Fleet Captain, which is one in black for 2-1 with Menace. And whenever he attacks, if you control another non-token pirate, you can pay 2. And if you do, you create a 2-2 black pirate creature token with Menace. Mm -hmm. And then you have, what was the, uh, the gold one? I think it's Dire Fleet Captain. Is that 
yeah, it's an orc. So it's black red for a 2-2. Whenever it attacks, it gets plus one, plus one into that in the turn for each other attacking pirate. And then finally, you have Captain Lannery Storm, which is a very sweet yeah, card. So she is two and a red for a 2-2 legendary creature, human pirate, Haste. Whenever she attacks, create a colorless treasure artifact token with tap, sack, at one mana of any color. And whenever you sacrifice a treasure, she gets plus one, plus one until the end of turn. So that's kind of like a little pirate package there that we already have yeah. of rare and uncommon cards. You know, presumably that's not all the pirates that they're, you know, there's no. more pirates. They're in Grixis. Huh? Yeah. We're probably seeing a ton in common. Yeah, there's a ton of small ones in common, but I suppose they're going to be looking at rare and uncommon for the like for the power yeah for the constructed well i mean sometimes commons make it but whatever yeah. um but what, what do you think of that you know that that seems like a deck that yeah that's a pre-built deck. deck yeah it is a pre-built deck i think like none of those effects on those cards make me want to jump straight into building that deck at the moment mm -hmm. apart from the fact that you get to play black and you get to play fatal push <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, I could see this... I mean, maybe there will just be a ton more pirates and it'll be viable straight away, but I could see this being a thing that uh, when the next set is released after Ixalan, mm -hmm. then we might have enough pirates to uh, to really get some kind of aggro deck going. Mm -hmm. Like, I think one one set's worth might not be enough. Yeah. But it's kind of hard to speculate to speculate on at the moment. Especially competing against energy, which is such a powerful mechanic. Yeah. Like team and energy is losing basically nothing. It's losing nothing. You don't have to worry about putting sort of synergistic tribal cards in your deck all that much because your energy cards are just really good cards on their yeah. own anyway energy trouble yeah. yes whereas these yeah. cards it looks like you'll have to go pretty hard on this energy yeah what do you, what do you think about Captain Landry Storm in um, in black or sorry in in Ramanap Red so by herself like base I suppose she's a 3 mana 3-2 haste yeah like if you just make the treasure token and then sack it immediately yeah which is not really good enough. But she also ramps you considerably if you don't want to crack the token. Also, really good synergy with um, Fatal Push because mm. the treasure token both gives you the color to cast Fatal Push, gives you the mana to cast it, and also makes it revolt. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty that nice. Pretty sweet. Oh, yeah, so I, think, I think it's... I mean, so you're saying it's like a 3-2 waste when it comes down and you, you, when you factor a treasure to get the trigger off it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I suppose that's like the base. Right? But then, yeah, but I suppose you could, if you have a treasure out, it'll just be getting through their blockers. Sure, yeah. You, they, you, you just have to have the threat of being able to activate it. So. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, people will trade with this all day. Are you crazy? You, people are, you think people will just let it through and keep making treasures? No way. Well, they're only taking two. No, no, you're not. Well, you're, not well, you're, pl you're playing this in an aggro deck. You yeah. can't just take damage. You're not going to. Are you going to block it with your missing hydra? Uh, yeah, no. and then you pump your hydra and it lives. <laughs> no, right? Because <laughs> it's a. Well, no. Well, I mean, usually you'll probably be playing this. It'll be attacking for the second time when you have hydra. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, I mean, yeah. If you're, if you're, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's. I no. I think you just trade off every time against an aggro deck creature with haste that's attacking you, and it's going to provide long term value over the course yeah. of the game. I suppose, yeah, I suppose if, if it's a, I suppose like, like Ramon Ram up Red, uh, it's an aggro deck that has a big mana sink, so, mm -hmm. in, in like, yeah. a typical, if, if it's just like a one drop, two drop mana, uh, uh, aggro deck, it's going to run out of value with, that, with all its um, mana, with, with all the mana it's generating. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I think it's, you know, you well, can lock this with Servant of the Conduit, you know, I would yeah. do that all day. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, like, well then, well then, it killed Servant of the Conduit and made you a treasure, which maybe can get you some activations of your Ramanap Ruins. 
I mean, that's still good. Or it can... But I'm saying I'm, I'm pretty sure I would, I would block there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah totally. Like, it might be good enough. It's also, like, another important thing to consider in that, like, in that kind of scenario is that, like, this is one of the only kind of haste creatures they're playing which you might actually be able to block because, like, you know, the... Oh, yeah, that's true. ...pressure and stuff. True, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, you're a shaking counter. Yeah, or a shaking you can't block anyway, so you yeah. might even be, like, much <laughs> happier to block yeah. because you just get a chance to, you know? Mm -hmm. Plus, this is a legendary creature, so there, you know, there could be this situation where you're like, you're okay with it dying because you have another one in your hand. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. I, th this card to me seems like one to watch. Yeah. I mean, even if it dies, you can end up with really sweet turns where that next turn you can go shock plus hazard or something like yeah. that and be attacking with the hazard because you've gotten rid of an extra card. Yeah, totally. You yeah. know, so it's it does seem. Yeah, the, the mana that it yeah. provides is pretty nuts, and like, obviously, it synergizes with. Other treasure cards that we don't know exist yeah, yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What about Rowdy Crew? Do you want to talk about Rowdy? Oh. <laughs> did we talk about this before? I don't know if we did. It's two red red for a three three human fire oh, with yeah. trample. Yeah, we, we. It's a mythic. <laughs> Enters the battlefield. You draw the three cards and discard two cards at random. At least it's a mythic. It means I might never open it. <laughs> if two cards that share a card type are discarded this way. Put two plus one plus one counters on on Rowdy Crew. So when it says two cards that share a card type. Yeah, like, like land land. But like, let's just say for example, I am playing a deck in modern with this card in my deck. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. All right, <laughs> I'm, I'm a madman, <laughs> and I'm playing a nameless inversion in my pirate deck, and I discard a nameless inversion and a pirate creature. Okay, does that work? Because nameless inversion is an instant, but it's a tribal instant shapeshifter or whatever it's called. Yeah, so it has every. Creature. So like, well, do, do creature types share? Do, do that, does that um, count? No, because a, a creature type is a subtype. It's not a card type. Okay, so it's only like the types of card sorcery like, land. Well, yeah, whatever. I think a delirium. Like otherwise, you could cast Emrakul for like two mana because of all the creature types. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Yeah. yeah, just just trying to clarify. Yeah, that. yeah, but no, okay. but no, that would be sweet. I'm not yeah. sure. I don't know why is why is this card? <laughs> I mean, you're up a card. But discarding two cards at random is absolutely nuts, and it seems like you won't even in a even in a heavy creature deck, you won't get that bonus more than I'm gonna say sixty percent of the time at best. Yeah, I just like, like what like sixty percent of your deck is creatures, forty percent is lands, you know, roughly give or take. Yeah. Like yeah, and if all of your creature or, or yeah, sorry, no creature types don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I mean you're probably gonna be playing some instants and sorceries in there as well. Yeah, it'll be like I feel like no matter what you're going to do with your deck, it's you're, you're going to have a plan on turn. You're going to have a plan of of some level. Yeah, uh, and then this has the potential of completely throwing a plan into window. Yeah, this is just like um, forget my plan. I <laughs> want a three three trample. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like I want that so much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pay four mana for it, and a, and a card. Get a card. You get a card. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> It's, yeah, I don't know, like, the only time I want to see the words at random printed on a magic card, I want yeah. it to be happening to my opponent, not to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can wholeheartedly agree with that sentiment. Draw a card from random from the top of your deck. <laughs> I'd like that. <laughs> yeah. Draw a card uh, at random. <laughs> Show for your library and then draw a card. Did we talk about this guy, Carnage Tyrant? No, we didn't, but it's great. Sorry, no, it's not do, great. Do you Sorry. want to read it? I thought, I thought well, it was a card. I think you could one, read it. This one is pretty good, actually. Um, it's a green. It's yes, one of the first green cards. Mythic. Yes. Um. Oh. Oh yeah. It, um. It's a. It's four green green for a seven six. Uh, cannot be countered as trample and hexproof. 
What's the creature type? Dinosaur. Yeah, that's the most important part of the card. I do like... Whoa, what happened there? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I do like the... Um, I do like the... Favour text. So the Sun Empire commanders are well-versed in advanced martial strategy. Still, the correct manoeuvre is usually to deploy the giant implacable death lizard. <laughs> Does anybody know? Is that from something? Giant implacable death lizard? Um, no, I don't think so. From the world of Ixalan, apparently. Yeah, I guess yeah. so, yeah. Uh, yeah, this card's pretty sweet. I'm, uh, I'm going to enjoy playing against this in Limited. I can, yeah. I can already tell. I think um, It's ridiculous in Limited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Scale Behemoth was another one. Yeah, problem. yeah. Although, at least you can double block this guy. It only has six toughness. Yeah, I suppose... I suppose. Double block it. Then has trample, trample damage. Yeah. yeah. Feels good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think about this for Constructed? Standard? Do you see it? The top end of a creature deck? I think... Six is a lot of mana. No, I, I, I do see this more likely than the other, uh, the other dinosaur, the Nani dinosaur. The yeah, Gishat, Sun's Avatar. Sun's, yeah, Sun's Avatar. Yeah. It's like, at least this, when you, you know, it, it can't just, you know, eat removal, be eaten, eaten by removal. Mm. And then can't be countered. Mm-hmm. But well, the mean, other one, yeah, the other one, like, it's bonkers. you the game, kind of, if yeah. it manages to attack. Yeah. Yeah, like, this guy, I don't know, they both just get wrathed, right? Well, this guy has, well, this guy has haste, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Gishalt, Sun's Avatar has haste. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like, uh, I feel like Gishalt is, is a lot better. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it should be better, right? And it's yeah, got insane it's mana requirements. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I don't know, I, I just, I don't think it's good enough for constructed, and I think it's going to be completely obnoxious and limited. Wait, the Carnage Tyrant? Yeah, Carnage okay. Tyrant, yeah. I, mm. I, I don't like that card. Okay. What about this uh, Deep Root Champion? A lot of people are complaining about this. So, Merfolk are oh, yeah. green in this set, they're in blue green. Mm-hmm. And this is a Merfolk Shaman 1 1. Whenever you cast, it's rare for 1 in a green. Whenever you cast a non creature spell, put a plus 1 plus 1 counter on Deep Root Champion. So, a lot of people are unhappy with this because they're like breaking color pie type of thing mm. because it's basically. Better prowess, and prowess is supposed to be a blue and red and tertiary white mechanic. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's harder to do this at instant speed, I guess. Is it not mm. really? Well, I think it's it's yeah. I suppose it's just the downside is it's be, it's better than prowess, but the downside is it doesn't fit into the deck that does all that stuff very well. Yeah, yeah I mean, so green, yeah. yeah, sure, you're playing green, so it's a lot of you're not casting that many non-creature spells. It's but I mean, you could be nice casting. With, yeah, like Blossom and Defense. And yeah, stuff, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Or Braid. Oath of Nissan. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it just synergizes with your own removal spells or Planeswalkers yeah. or whatever. This is It's nice with a Tune with Ether as well, but mm-hmm. like, although that sequencing doesn't seem great, like turn three, a Tune. Yeah. You go turn three, a Tune three times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure where this card would go. And I'm not really sh- well. Like I guess that's this is the same point, but I'm not sure how to how to make this fast enough. Like make it grow fast enough. Yeah. To make it worthwhile, especially in green. Yeah. It's interesting though. I mean, this this could be like the focal point of a deck and be absolutely busted. Yeah. I just I just can't come up it's with what that is. Yeah. Um. What else we got in here? We have a green for a for a one one merfolk shaman. It's an uncommon, and it gets plus one plus one as long as you control another merfolk or an island. Seems pretty good, pretty sweet. Yeah, this card is great. It's basically like this card. Like this card is super constructive playable, right? Yeah, yeah. So Alan, what? It's your time to shine. What, what? did you What did you christen this card? <laughs> oh, this is wild, wild. nautical. <laughs> 
I, I got some positive feedback from Facebook. And it I, certainly did. I immediately went to Reddit and posted a joke there and got even more validation. Oh, did really? And I got loads of, I, I, got hundreds, I got hundreds of upvotes. I did not nice. see this. Um, it was, it was a, it this was podcast, a good great achievement today. <laughs> great achievement. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that seems like a, a key key part of Merfolk. Like, Merfolk is a, a disruptive Agdor deck, right? So, yeah. yeah. So it seems like a key part if that's going to be a deck. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Like, yeah. Like especially in the right matchup, just like a two-two unblockable for one. Seems yeah, like it's yeah. gonna be pretty insane. Yeah. Okay. So you, you said uh, disruptive aggro. Do you want to? What's disruptive. the opposite of disruptive aggro? This uh, what are one drop? Um, the opposite of disruptive aggro. <laughs> and ag- I mean helpful aggro. Helpful aggro. <laughs> uh, we have all growth dryads. When all growth dryads enters the battlefield, it's a one mana three three. Um, when it enters the battlefield, your opponent may search his or his or her library for a basic land card and put it on the battlefield tapped. I mean. I would breathe a sigh of relief if my opponent played this against me. Hundred percent. It's just like okay, I search for a land, and then I fail to push your guy. Yeah. <laughs> or I abrade it, or I use any any number of removal spells there in yeah. standard. Any new, or so like magma spray. I mean, but if, but if you're on the play, you can't. If you're on the draw, you can't do that. Like, I mean, you got to use your turn for it. But if you're on the draw and they played this on turn one, yeah, it's just like normal first then, turn. Yeah, yeah. No, you're on two mana you're on your two, first I turn. I know, I'm, I'm saying if you use a removal spell. It's like oh, okay, right, turn. yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I play another one, and you're like, <laughs> okay. And then you go, Gideon. Or, yeah. I think this could be a seriously good card in Legacy. Uh, sure, yeah, in older formats, sure, but yeah. I, I, do, I do not see this card in standard at all. No. Like, there's a lot of decks that are floating about older formats that just have, like, no basic lands in them, you know? Yeah, true. So, could be really good. Vintage. Yeah. Yeah, how's Vintage going to deal with a one mana three three? They're probably just going to kill you on turn one, but you know whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Giving them extra mana in Vintage actually is. Maybe I mean, older older formats also have Lightning Bolt, so yeah, true. true. Lightning Bolt, Fatal Push, Path, Sword of Path yes. is just like yeah. You give me a land, I give you a land. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you're like, fine with that, right? Let's be true friends. Pogi DH. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I don't see this card being good. I'm not yeah. a fan of this card at yeah. all. I can definitely see this card fitting in somewhere in an eternal format. Okay, but sure. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, but I, but I don't think it, it will see any playing standard. Yeah. One that I think will see playing standard is this uh, Ripjaw Raptor, which is two green green for another dinosaur. It's a 4-5 and has Enrage. Whenever it is dealt damage, draw a card. This is really good with like fight effect. Yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about fight. Yeah. Like, uh, what's the what's the gold card? The Amonkhet fight card? Destined to lead, go black. Is that fight? No, sorry, that's everything must block it, which is also pretty good with this yeah. card. Yeah, yeah but uh, no, there's a fight card as well, right? Yeah, there's a str- oh, uh, struggle. Oh, no, 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 it's um, there's a, I think, I think the it's trial, fight. something fight. Not, not trial. The um, cartouche. cartouche. There is the cartouche. I swore there was a there was yeah. a, an aftermath card that would exactly is a fight card. Maybe oh, not. Look it up. Mm. Mm. Sure, guys, people are screaming. Oh, get it. <laughs> Assumption. Uh, I'm, I think it's even. I think fight might be in the name of it, which makes just making me even more sad. It's prepare to fight. <laughs> prepare to fight. That's it. Prepare yes, and make yeah, it double one. Anyway, um, yeah, I think it's pretty good with effects like that. Like, there's often like planeswalkers as well with with fight abilities stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, four mana four five is really good stats as well. Like that's yeah, yeah, it's pretty nice. Um, second coming of seed right now. No. Yeah. yeah well, doesn't have trample. Doesn't lightning helix. No, there's a lot of things it doesn't have. Yeah. yeah. And so now with this one though, this will be one that you don't double lock. If you if you're if you're attacking, you're not going to block this, unless you're going to trade with it. Or even would you trade with it? You're not going to get them get a card. 
I mean, that just depends on the situation, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're in a deck where the only way you're ever going to get rid of this, they're going to draw the card, then you just got to let them draw the card at some point, right? Yeah. But if, yeah, you're in yeah. a, if you're in a deck that has, you know, a destroy effect or an exile effect, then, mm. you, then you might hold off. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, so one thing that team is losing with rotation is, uh, is Tardis Tracker. So Tardis Tracker, you can see it as, like, being a four-drop that gets your card back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very much good to just be, obviously not as good as Tardis Tracker, but it's a four-drop that gets you a card back. Gets your card back sometimes, I think. Yeah, in the right matchup. I could, but like I could definitely see the same play. Yeah. I quite like this card. Like, I think. Damage base removal seems like it's taking a tiny bit of a nerf with Enrage. Like if there's yeah. other good Enrage cards yeah. apart yeah. from this, yeah. even yeah. even just this this alone. Like for yeah. example, with Harness Lightning, you're just like okay, you know, you spend your Harness Lightning and all of your energy. Yeah. And I draw yeah. cards. It's like it's okay, really that's fine. And also, what it it combos very well with this next card, which is Raging Swordtooth. Three red green for a dinosaur with trample. It's a five five, and when it enters the battlefield, it deals one damage to each other creature. Yeah, so finally we got triggers a, your own enraged um, dudes. You yes. got whirlwind acolyte of pain finally. Yes, <laughs> yes. <And> magic. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, your creatures heal every turn. <laughs> you just keep on doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so broken. Oh man, no, I was thinking Sahili Rod could pin creatures for one. I was about to go off with the volume. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I believe someone on Reddit called. The Ripjar after Acolyte Painosaur. Nice. That's uh, great. <laughs> um, another card that also synergizes, synergizes with your own oh. Enrage cards is Huatli, Warrior Poet. Someone want to read that? Yes. I know y'all like it. What, you're giving me this card? <laughs> you're giving me this card. Huatli, yeah. Warrior Poet. It's a, a Planeswalker, three uh, red, white. Hold um, on. There's another word before Planeswalker. Legendary Planeswalker. Oh, I got it. God. That's so, so important, though. I'll see if we get used to it. I was just thinking of the, with the new set coming in, um, Eldrazi Tron's going to take a bit of a hit because you won't be able to play two Endbringers at the same time because they're making all Planeswalkers legendary. <laughs> anyway, anyway Waddle Warrior Poet is a legendary Planeswalker. Um, Wattley. Uh, comes in with three loyalty plus two. You gain life equal to the greatest power among creatures you control. Uh, zero is created three three green dinosaur, so altogether it's Naya stuff so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and then minus X is it deals X damage divided as you choose amongst any number of target creatures. Creatures dealt damage this way can't block this turn. So that's pretty. So I think like, this is also pretty sweet for triggering your own enrage True. with the minus yeah. X. So yeah. you can be like, ping two of your guys mm. and one of my guys. I draw a card. Ah, oh, it's all good. And then you guys can't block and I attack for tons. Sounds yes. good. I think it's... I, 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 was, I was kind of low on this when I first saw it because it's, like mm. it's, it's a five-mana walker and it's plus his conditional life gain. Yeah, plus is pretty terrible. Yeah. 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 Why, have you changed your opinion? Or you still well, I think, I think... I think And then, then just making a 3-3 three, three straight away is fine. Yeah, making it well. For zero, like, it's... Yeah, it's, that ability is good. I think the rest of the card is quite underwhelming. Yeah. I, I think the minus is... You know, depending depending on the format, is pretty good. Like, if there's a lot of one toughness dudes running around, it's pretty good. Like, if you can potentially take out, you know, two two creatures of your opponents, or like like yeah. we said, the the synergy with enrage or whatever. Yeah, although I think the Amonkhet Planeswalker might just be better than what's the one with uh, the, the fork bolt ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, she's uh, yeah. four mana, just playing the same deck. True. You're, yeah, you're yeah, getting yeah, a green creature yeah, token. Yeah, yeah just play, playing play all the fork bolts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Fourth uh, Bolt and Arc Lightning. 
I don't, I don't see this. Like, I'm not even that excited about playing this in limited. I mean, it's it's good. Well, it's it's better in limited. Limited does win. I just don't make three or two unblockable. Just do zero like three times. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just yeah, sit yeah, back sure. and then uh, once you can, and then minus minus when you can. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's good. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't really see any situation. Like, where? When would you ever plus? Oh my! If you as, if, if you're, you're under already like winning. extreme pressure, <laughs> if you have a if you have a big dude who keeps being made not able to block by Ramnab Red. Yeah, I guess if you, you play one, this, yeah. it, but you're not. You won't even get to turn five then. No, if you're in a Probably. racing situation where you're both just swinging out and then you can change the race math by just uh, yeah, that's true. Life, but like I don't see but that. You, you can also change the race math by making a three-three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I think I prefer that. Yeah. But I suppose sometimes they can like you. You can't always depend on that three-three to block. Like yeah. they might have a removal spell for it. So yeah, it might be safer to just gain the life, and now you have a five. Um, five loyalty planeswalker mm, they have to decide if they're and, and then you can minus game. X to make X creatures not able to block next turn yeah that seems yeah. okay I suppose because her plus is, is such a high loyalty swing um, it synergizes pretty well with her minus yeah, yeah. Um, I think if you're I mean I, I think this is a really cool planeswalker and we'll see some play but maybe not immediately yeah mm. yeah, yeah. I, can, I can maybe see that yeah like the zero is really good. Like three threes are pretty big. Because yeah. yeah, I, I, I'd wear to win, um, to uh, oh, from a three volt, uh, the Johnny, and mm-hmm. like, a Johnny when a Johnny corrected itself, you know, much better than it was able to just you know sort the share stuff, and then that that's all, almost no play. Yeah, basically not. So and that was also five. I mean, I think the bar for no, five. That's six. No, that's six. Oh, six. Yeah, yeah. six oh, that's five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about some powerful artifacts? Boom. So we have uh, we we forgot to mention last week actually that uh, that vehicles are coming back. Oh yeah, they don't seem that amazing though. No. Oh, I didn't even They've see been this. Powered down oh a bit. yeah, I think they learned their lesson from before. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we have like Dusk Legion Dreadlock Dreadnought, which is a five mana four six vehicle with vigilance yeah. and crew two. Seems big. No common, yeah. Uh. Sleek schooner, three mana schooner, I believe. I think it's schooner. Was it schooner? I thought it was schooner. I'm not sure. We'll have to check, consult okay. kind of flavor yeah, judge yeah. Google afterwards. Um, Boat flavor judge. Uh, <laughs> so it's three mana for a four three crew one. So they definitely learned their yeah. lesson there. God, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I, just back to sorry the, the the big boat and dusk legion. This is not the big Dreadnought. boat. What do you mean? No, I mean, I'm, I'm saying it's like that in terms of the story. This is like the boat that the vampire conquistadors traveled to Ixnan on. It is so like because the fact that this is uncommon. It could be fairly confident we're not going to see any vehicles at a higher rarity. No, I don't think so. You mean you don't think that's what I'm saying? You don't, I don't think so. I, yeah, I don't agree with what you're saying. I don't care. Yeah. Because well, what else? <laughs> we'll like, have uh, the captains. Yeah, like the whatever, flagship right? of the pirates or whatever. But this is a flagship of the pirates. No, this is the flagship oh, no, of the right, vampires. Sorry, right. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Uh, it's also pretty cool. If you look at the art, you can see that there's like some really small ships around it, which are actually normal oh, sized ships. So it's actually oh, cool. it's like gargantuan. It's a it's a cathedral ship. I'm just gonna ask. Speaking of flavor judges, how does a giant dreadnought have vigilance? I mean, why is it a four six? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that either. But like, how can a big boat have vigilance if it goes to attack something? Surely it's like, like boats are not giant dreadnoughts aren't maneuverable. They no, they certainly are not. Oh, no, no, maybe, uh, one, so when someone has vigilance, what's what's the flavor in your brain? What's what's actually happening? Like, 
Like I, I, I don't was, know actually because I, I always think it as like it's it's just big and standing in the way and it's beating its chest and like not moving. It's like, like it's really easy to conceptualize the flavor of like haste or yeah, even yeah. trample flying. Obviously, super easy. I guess vigilance can be multiple things. It can yeah. either be like kind of finesse and maneuverability, or like you said, it can be just sort of pure brick walling. I do not move. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I always kind of think of it, if it's on a, a creature character, I always kind of think of it as I'm like a, a guard and yeah. I'm super watchful. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think it works yeah. in my head. I mean, that's the definition of the word vigilance, so that's probably why. It's good. That might explain that. <laughs> but yes, I'm not really sure why this boat has vigilance. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> but like, why does Harry Kieran have vigilance? Well, for the same, whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever it's good to save me. Yeah, yeah. I think just think of flavor stuff when we think of... Uh, of Harry Kieran is in the sky, so it can like see all the crap that's happening. Yeah. This is really big. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think I don't, I don't, I don't think we should try to explain this. I think, <laughs> I think another rabbit hole we can go down today is when something's exiled. What's the flavor happening there? Like, it seems to be it's always different. And also, it only takes a crew oh, it is of two. Different. It only takes a crew of two to, to man this gigantic dreadnought. <laughs> ship, yeah. it makes no sense. It, no. You see, so, but actually, the crew is the smaller boats. So you need two uh, smaller boats, and they're and then they're crewing the big boat. That's it, yeah. Okay. And they only require crew one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's like when I use your or your officer to crew a sky sovereign. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a game like that yesterday where the dude had like Aethersphere Harvester and Heart of Kieran and he was using the Trave Inspector to crew the Harvester and then the Harvester to crew the Heart yeah, of Kieran. Yeah. But then he, he very cleverly didn't crew the Heart of Kieran for many turns because he read that I had Grasp of Darkness in my hand. Which I did. And he just kept attacking me with the Harvester. I was like, mm, you're a smart dude. Um, <laughs> just uh, little, what do you call those things? Can you go off topic for a second? Uh, segway. Segway. Oh, that'd be uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, one, oh. <laughs> through, have to have to through a segway. That's uh, unblockable. You can weave through a little segway. It's <laughs> so a one-one. One-one unblockable. Crew zero. What about um, the Sentinel totem, which was spoiled on... I think it was part of the Ixalan. I don't, don't think it's in the card oh, yeah. image gallery, but it was, it was part of the... What's it called? Oh, the the geocaching geocache. thing? Yeah. So it's like the first reward. So it's a one-mana artifact and enters the battlefield. You scry one. And you can tap it and exile it to exile all cards from target player's graveyard. Target uh, player? All, no, I think, all I think graveyard. it's all graveyards. Yeah, it's all graveyards, yeah. okay. Uh, that card seems really good to me. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, you know. I mean, it's pretty close to like things like Relic or... It's, you yeah. know, it's, it's better than Crook of Condemnation, right? I think it's... The, well... Yeah, I think it is. I mean, because you, you can target with Crook. Yeah. I guess it depends good. on the deck. It's pro- probably depends on the deck. It's probably pretty good against like... God Pharaoh's gift. Yeah, definitely. Because like, while you can take away the best target with your crook, you like God Pharaoh's gift doesn't target itself, mm-hmm. so they can still just get something, even yeah. if you take away their angel or whatever they can get. I don't know. Yeah, minister of increase yeah. or something. Like obviously, it doesn't say draw a card on it, so this is definitely just a standard only graveyard. Oh yeah, card. yeah. yeah. But uh, the scry one though, scry one, and it's like when it enters, you scry one. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So like, uh, you know, cards, other cards, like you need, uh, like relic, you need to wait for the payoff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to draw the card back. So like, it's it's obviously much worse than drawing the card. Yeah, but yeah. is it that much worse? You get. <laughs> I mean, it's some yeah, yeah, it's a percentage yeah. of drawing a card, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right. So, I don't know, I really like it. I yeah, it's great for standard. We're just like a wash in Graveyard Hate I mean, now. No, After yeah. having so little hate for such a long yeah, time, we're just, just everywhere now. 
Yeah. I think this is the delayed reaction from the development team where they just don't know because they printed the graveyard and they're like, oh, maybe that wasn't good enough. We better just keep printing it every single set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, it's, yeah. and I think that's a kind of a good way to go, to be yes. honest. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so like we have this, we have Crook Condemnation, we have, um, I mean, Scarab Feast if you really want. We yeah, have the, the Dead Eye Tracker land. that we mentioned earlier. We have yeah. Scavenger Grounds. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty It's pretty good. Um, what about this Sorcerer's Spyglass? Um, I can't yes. remember what somebody was calling this. They were calling it Peaking Needle. Oh, it's, it's so good. Yeah, really good. <laughs> Two mana, as it enters the battlefield, look at opponent's hand and then choose any card name mm-hmm. and then activate the abilities of sources with the chosen name can't be activated unless they're mana abilities yeah so uh, I know obviously you, you, so yeah, 50 needles is obviously this cost one you don't have to peak part of it yeah um, and it's like people say well in, 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 the, in the depth you're bringing this in you already, you already have a target in mind so like you're not gaining that much from peaking but I've had many times back online where people have played this and named cards that are not my deck yeah, yeah, and it's it feels pretty good. Yeah, so like, I mean, you're not going to say no to the extra information, right? Yeah, because there might be you might have a card in mind when you're bringing this in, but mm-hmm. then you might see their hand and go, "Oh, well, actually, that's a problem as well." Yeah, I mean, and I'll just name that now. Yeah, because, because they don't have the other one in hand, and I'll just hope that they don't draw it or that I draw another one of these. Yeah, like if we're, uh, but uh, I mean, if we're directly comparing them, I would never in a million years play this over Pithing Needle. No, I'm just talking about yeah. the standard. Yeah, for yeah. standard, like this is as good as Pithing Needle, essentially. Yeah. Like yeah. the sp- the speed differential doesn't really matter in standard compared mm-hmm. to our older format. So, like, essentially, this is just as good as as a, of a safety valve sure. as Pithing yeah. Needle would be. Yeah. I, I like the idea of playing this modern and senior opponent's hand, and they have uh, four fetches with the same name. <laughs> Just name that. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, that's where you gotta di- diversify your fetch lands, right? Yeah, that's, true. that's right. Yeah. I played a legacy tournament before where uh, I was playing Manalus Dredge. Someone had, uh, Alex Moran had just given me the deck because I wanted a deck to play, so I just showed up at Legacy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was playing against Dan Gilligan on, uh, on Miracles, and he turned one fetched, and I had a surgical in my opening hand, and I just didn't know what it was for. I'd never played Legacy before, I didn't really know what the purpose of the card was. So I just surgical his fetch, his fetch on the first turn, and he had like two more of flooded strands in his hand. Oh. <laughs> he, he, was just he was like, like he was so. Why confused. would you do that? Yeah, like, <laughs> it was the wrong play. But it, was right it, won, it won me the game. It was oh, insane. Like that's he so was beautiful. just. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, he, he was not a happy man after that. None too pleased. Yeah. Oh, well, what what is surgical used for, Matic? I don't know. I think Alex just had it in the main board. Okay. He, Likes it, or maybe it was a medical or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We used to get all your rentless, rentless rats out of the deck, out of the deck, turn your deck yeah, down to exactly. two. Well, like the well, Manos Dredge can, only, uh, can yeah. only play free cards, is the thing, so yeah. you don't have that many options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I like um, that. That's pretty, that's pretty good. <laughs> One card that could add to the red black pirate deck that we were speaking about earlier is that was spoiled today is a reprint. From oh. Teros oh. and M15. Oh. It is Lightning Strike. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so excited. Absolutely crazy. People, people used to complain so much that <laughs> Lightning Strike and Bad was compared to Bolt. I remember I remember and now we're so happy to have it. Yeah, I remember just feeling so devastated when they when they printed open fire. It yeah. was almost they printed open fire, it was almost like them saying, We are never, ever giving you lightning strike back. <laughs> yeah. And now we got it. <laughs> yeah, we got it. One set Ooh. later. Just had to wait a few months. Yeah, it's excellent. I'm I'm really glad it's back. I think like, I think a lot of like players who like playing burn decks are just gonna be really happy. I think there is Mm -hmm. actually like a substantial number of players 
who probably just haven't been playing standard because they're they're just you know aggro burn players and mm-hmm. there just hasn't really been a deck for them for mm-hmm. a long time and now it's like it's definitely going to be bad. four lightning strikes in your deck yeah. oh god four open fire in your deck it's so good it's so, it's good in every type of deck yeah yeah it's good in tempo decks it's good in aggro it's good in control yeah uh, well I'm not actually yeah, sure I mean in this sure. case a braid is pretty much a strict upgrade for control yeah although now yeah. we now we have bolt snap bolt with a torrential gear hulk in this <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> oh my god like that's 11 damage and you know I don't know sure yeah it, it is, is. It, is. Yeah. it certainly is could end up like that famous game between who what Sharish and R and Ben Stark oh yeah it's yeah, all yeah, the bolts yeah. in the sack. Yeah, the bolts in the sack. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's pretty cool to have it back. Yes. I thought we'd never see the day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah, and so if if we think the creatures are one of the big players in standard at the moment, do many of them get a big downgrade just from bolt or from lightning strike suddenly just starting to exist? I don't think so. I mean, stuff like some new stuff that I was thinking is that like Huatli and Jace both. Yeah, are worse because mm-hmm. of this because they both start with three loyalty. Um, I mean, you you can plus them, of course, but yeah, yeah. like Huadli, her default is to zero. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's two to zero. Fun, though. It's still well, fine, I mean, it's sure. A, you get yeah, a three yeah. three, but I mean, it's pretty. It's not great. Yeah, I'm, yeah. or you could also like like strike the three three and attack Huadli. Maybe if yep. if that's not something you know if they don't have other blockers. Um, Jace also, you know, he can plus, but again, I think if he's plussing on the turn that he comes down you probably want to have a big board of attackers so lightning striking him wouldn't be the best anyway yeah. you're probably going to lightning strike one of the attackers yeah I think that yeah there's not really out of the current planeswalkers that are legal there's not really many relevant ones after rotation mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. mm-hmm. maybe Saheeli will make a comeback maybe she goes up to Gideon four could become better four, yeah. Give you the, the trials. trials. Yeah, that's true. He he goes up to four. He goes up to four, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. And he he takes basically takes out an attacker, so he can kind of render the lightning strike useless. Yeah. What is what does Liliana Death's Majesty go up to? She goes up to six. Six, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's not so good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, or maybe she goes up to f- five. No, I think she goes up to six. Yeah. Make sure we check it. Also, and yeah. Yeah, so the other thing I checked earlier was that Hascon is this weekend. Oh, oh it is. cool. Yeah, so we're going yes. yeah, so to so get spoilers so it's going to be then. It's mental. Wow, that's, that's nuts. Yeah. I think like maybe decks that get worse from this are like maybe Monument and stuff like that, where yeah. you'll have like a bit more reach to finish them off when they're just able to go wide and create right. blockers. Monument is kind of going to be gone anyway, isn't it? Yeah, sure. like Bygone Bishop, Spellcaller. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, Hammer and Captain are all rotating. Yeah. But, but decks like that sort of yeah, like yeah that kind uh, of thing yeah decks like tempo decks, decks yeah tempo decks that kind of turn the corner by going wide mm-hmm. like it's really nice to have burn spells against mm-hmm. yeah so yeah Liliana's death manager she comes in a five goes up to six, goes up to six, six yeah. yeah 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 so it's fine against her or no it's not it's, it's not, not not that good <laughs> against her uh, she's fine against it in fact yeah. um yeah so that's basically all the cards that we have so far. Um, that we are interested in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will so, say, like, I, I think there are a lot of red decks that aren't going to be interested in Lightning Strike at the moment. Well, I think it's a pretty much a, a it's a straight replacement for Incendiary Flow for Ramanap Red. Like, that's, oh, yeah. that's yeah. one of the cards that people were like, oh, well, Ramanap Red is losing that, it's losing uh, Falconrath Gorger, and it's losing uh, Village Messenger. Mm-hmm. But already, Falconrath Gorger and Village Messenger were being kind of marginalized. Yep. You yeah. saw a lot of decks running Soulscar Mage, or maybe they're doing a split of two, two Village Messengers, two Soulscar Mage. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, 
they're losing uh, incendiary flow, which is in some ways a bigger loss. But you also saw Dex just running a braid instead. Yeah. But I think this is just a straight upgrade. I, I think they'll still run a braid. I absolutely agree. Yeah, for yeah. mono red, I definitely agree. Like, I don't think Teamer will be interested in this card. No. And I don't think blue red control will be interested in this card either. No, me neither. Like, so. a braid is just better for blue red yeah, control because yeah. it answers more things. And Harness Lightning is too. And Harness Lightning, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, but he knows who you have all your bases covered. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, but he knows who you have your bases covered. And you're yeah, you yeah. need. But it also may be like the Naya Dinosaurs deck, mm -hmm. if, if yeah. there is one of those, or the Pirates deck. Pummeler, one of those. Pummeler will definitely want this card. Pummeler would definitely want yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah Pummeler doesn't rotate, as we, yeah. as we mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Blue red, a lot of blue red, blue red prowess rotates, does it? No, I, think, I think, well, it loses incendiary flow, it loses um, fee provisions. Mm. That's pretty big. Yeah, um, that's pretty big. This is way better, better than the incendiary flow. Yeah, I think that deck, I mean, yeah. You're, yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah. then also the new, new Jace fits into that. Um, that's true if you're playing riddle forms mm -hmm. um, and all oh, like insult injury would be pretty sweet with yeah yeah insult you um, like shot them get them <laughs> with your riddle form mm -hmm. it's 12 it's pretty nice yeah, it could still be a thing yeah yeah it's just really great to have lightning strike back yes card is just so solid it's one so of those cards card. I feel like lightning strike is like the negate of red. yeah like it should always be there right yeah yeah um yeah, so that's that's our that's our feelings on the preview cards so far. I'm sure we'll yes. have plenty more by next week, and maybe even some plenty more feelings or plenty more preview cards. Both, why not both? Oh yeah. Um. Okay, so we we move on to talk about a bit about the the GPs that happened over the weekend. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So the continuing evolving standard metagame. So we Got had uh, in Turin, we had a win on blue black control. Uh, Robin Dollar, his name is yeah. Mm -hmm. And then in uh D Washington DC, we had. A win for Marta Vehicles. Do you know the, the name of the player? Oh, top no. uh, yeah, anyway, we get the name of the player. But um, in Turin, or sorry, in, in DC, I suppose the story of the tournament was this mono white Aldrazi deck that like all the pro pros are playing and did very well. Corey Baumeister cruising into his third top eight in a row. That's unbelievable. Consecutive <laughs> weeks and like, first one was modern, second one was standard, third one was standard. So like over different formats and between the two standard ones, he played a different deck both times. This is like Seth Manfield level of yeah, yeah. Right now, isn't the it? role that he was on. Yeah, yeah. This that's is nuts. amazing. It, like Marshall was saying that he thinks that this is, this is a uh, you know Corey establishing himself as like I'm here. Yeah, I'm a pro now. Definitely. I think he's like. He must be silver level pro just from the first three weeks of the format alone, right? Um, like well, this is the end of the season, right? No, no, this is the start of the oh, new season. Oh, that's the start of the new season. Sorry, yeah, yeah you're right. Oh my yeah. god, that's so he's like, that's insane. I think he went top four, top two, top four. That's unbelievable. So I think that's what, like, that's six, twelve, that's twenty pro points. Yeah, that's silver. That's is, it, is that right? Is silver twenty pro points? Something like that. I'm I think. Not sure. It might be 20 is there twenty or twenty five? Yeah. I know gold is thirty five, but I'm pretty sure that's silver. That's incredible. That is not nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Three weeks into the form, into the into the season, you're like, okay, yeah, I got that locked up. Wow. All I need to do is like go to the pro tour that I've qualified for like a few times. <laughs> well, now <laughs> when you've got that start, you're just gonna completely go for yeah, every single event. Lean into it, right? Yeah. yeah. Any GP that he can get his hands on, he's just gonna be like, yeah, I'm going for it. Yeah, that's um, unbelievable. Wow, incredible. I mean, between him and his brother Brad, yeah, and uh, BBD, and you know the other guys that they, they work work together with those guys like Ross Merriam and stuff. They'll, you know, they'll be making a concerted effort, I suppose, all together to, yeah. get him to push gold. each push yeah. each other, I suppose, and, and him as well, yeah. Um, 
What do you think of the Mono White Eldrazi deck that they played? I haven't even seen oh, you, it. You, you yeah, haven't even yeah, seen yeah, it, yeah, because yeah. you were dialed in Street Fighter all weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's pretty much like it existed before. Right, you know I, I think, I, think yeah. I know the deck. I just yeah, it, it's it's like that Mono Red Eldrazi deck that I talked about last season, but yeah. it's just with white instead, so you play stuff like Self of Spirit, Eldrazi Displacer, and Avacyn. Yeah, Thraven Inspector as well. Yeah, Fire yeah, Shaper and... Yeah, yeah, and, and, you know, yeah, yeah, if you're a core... I don't, yeah. I don't even think they play... Um, Reality Smasher. No, yeah, there's no, there's no Smasher in Obedient. There's instead of Smasher. Yeah. That's yeah. so interesting, isn't it? Because like I always thought Reality Smasher was just like unbeatable in the five yeah. spot for so long. And yeah. then the red decks are playing Glorybringer and the white decks are playing Avacyn instead. Yeah. And yeah. like a lot of that might be just because of Glorybringer. Yeah. But like yeah. in terms of like playing Avacyn, you definitely want to have that against Glorybringer and, yeah. team, and Teamer is everywhere at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it always just feels so sweet to you know, look at her hand with Tonots here and then say, yeah. Take this card away, you know, you can't deal with my next turn, which is going to be a smasher against yeah. your friend. Yeah. Um, you would say that. I know. Oh, that's so Did you check what the name of that Sorry, yeah, I did. I was so excited to click. It was uh, uh, Matt Severa. Matt Severa, oh, yeah. Matt he's, Severa. He's a well known cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and he, he his version of Murder Vehicles was uh, had Thought Not Sears as well. Wow. Instead of Gideon's. So I, don't, I don't know if it's 100% instead of Gideon's but I, I didn't see him play any Gideon's with the part of the games that I watched I watched. I never would have thought of Thought Not Seer in Marty Vehicles yeah, ever it's crazy isn't that's it that's such yeah. an interesting choice yeah what, are, you, are you kind of getting up the deck there oh yeah Marty Vehicles yes. yes if I can if I'm actually correct or, or not that's like like with Avacyn and Thought Not Seer that's so much anti-glory bringer technology in the deck it's yeah. insane yeah. yeah so we get it there's not, yeah, so there's no no Gideon's anywhere. Yeah. But well, four on the side. Four on the side. Four on the side, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, four on the side. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I imagine he brings those in against like control decks and stuff. Yeah. I've totally reversed my position, by the way, on uh, when I when I said before that, like, you know, most of the time it's never right to have Gideon in the side. You mm -hmm. know, if your deck plays it, you should probably just have it in the main. That was yeah. like for a long time, I just, that was kind of what I thought. And now I'm just like, no, it looks pretty good in the sideboard here. Well, I mean, for a long time, that was just true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was best thing to I think you were totally yeah. right about that. Yeah. And we see four Heart of Kieran here. A lot of, um, a lot of the Marty Vehicles decks were cutting down on the Heart of Kieran, but I suppose, you know, he wanted it in response to this kind of the, the teamer decks, I suppose. You know, it's pretty good to have your two mana card trade with their five mana card. Yeah. He's playing all three colors of the pain deserts to support the colorless mana for Thought Nuts here. Look at his mana base. Yeah. It's actually <laughs> insane. Oh yeah, it's crazy, yeah. This is one of the weirdest Marty one mana spot. bases that's, I've ever seen. That's all he's got for basics. He's, he's playing got the four ether hopes. I mean it's ether pretty it's pretty nice like that it. the spire of industry supports your Yeah, it's supports great. Your, yeah. Your yeah. Thought Nuts here. Yeah, either hope too. This mana base is ridiculous. Look at yeah. it. He's got four Aether Hub. One If Near Dead lands, two Ramanap Ruins, two Shefna Dunes, and four Spire Industry. He's taking so much damage off his mana base. Yeah, that's, that's true. Like, that's kind of crazy in the with the field of red decks. Like, yeah. But he is playing stuff like PNLR and Walking Ballista to somewhat hedge against those decks. Yeah, he is. I mean, Avacyn is also reasonable against those decks. That's bananas. That's bananas. Like, he has the one Ether here, Ether Sphere Harvester and three in the side. He's playing zero Harness Lightnings with his four Ether Hubs as well. His removal suite is two Fatal Push, one Cut to Ribbons, and four Unlicensed. Yeah, well, I mean, cut, uh, um, Unlicensed is, you know, that's the classic. Of course, yeah, yeah, of course. But I just thought when you have Ether Hubs, you would, you would err towards having a few 
having a few harness linings. Maybe so, yeah. I like the... I have always liked the cut ribbons from... It's great. Uh, from Mardu, though. Yeah. It seems really good for just finishing out games. It's in the wind. And yeah, not even any abrades in the main deck. It's yeah, that's pretty much as well. Yeah. Four abrades inside. His, his sideboard is great. Like, he pretty much... So he's one Fatal Push, four abrades, three Aether Sphere Harvesters, one Anguish Stone Making, one Doomfall, four Gideons, and one Nahiri. Does he just bring that whole thing in against Ramon and Bread? I think he yeah. just changed all of it. No, you can't. Maybe, you, maybe don't bring, you don't bring in Gideon. Okay, not the Gideons, but like all of the rest. Yeah. Like Anguish Stone Making and Doomfall, I can see bringing in because of Hazaret. Yeah. Yeah, and I can see that for sure. Yeah, yeah Anguish Stone Making yeah. is probably, if he was thinking that the ramp deck was going to rise in popularity too, it's sure. a nice answer. Which is, which is yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did indeed. Yeah, this is crazy. There's This is like, he's like sideboarding into like the older version of the deck, mm-hmm. almost. That's such a weird plan. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of strange. I actually have to go, like I barely ever, like after a GP is over and I look at this, I barely ever go back and watch the matches, but I actually really want to go back and watch uh, watch these matches just to see how this plays out. I mean, his winning game against the ramp deck was pretty like standard Mardu fair, you know. Yeah. Two graft on one, scrap heap on two, scrap heap on three. Mm. Two more attacks later, you're dead. Yeah. yeah. Type of thing. So. Yeah, I guess um, in that case, it doesn't matter if you're playing a Gideon or a yeah. <laughs> It doesn't matter. All the spice doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, we also had, in the other GP, we had the winner on Blue Black Control. And this is a deck that I played last week at our local Ooh, tournament. Yes. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah, I just yeah. picked it up on Magic Online too, actually. Independently of that, I actually didn't realize you had played it. Uh, on Thursday but uh, I just picked it up because it looked sweet yeah so I saw it from uh, a tournament report on a website called Snap Cardster um, mm-hmm. it was a guy who had won uh, an RPTQ uh, with the with the deck and he did a write up and I just thought it sounded great so I started playing it and then I saw a few 5-0s online had a look at those lists changed around a little bit and then I saw that uh, Gabe Nassif was streaming with it and he was, mm-hmm. you know, playing around with it, trying different versions. There was a version with like Sunset Pyramid and stuff. Metal- but yeah. Metallurgic Summonings in that version. Metallurgic oh. Summonings, yes, I tried that. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting deck. It, basically, the win condition cutting down on the Gear Hulks and going up on the Scarab Gods. Yeah, he's still playing three, uh, three gear hulks in this list. Yeah, I have seen a lot of lists that went down to two gear hulks. Yeah, me too. Um, but he's gone with three and three. A lot of the time, if you go down to two gear hulks, people are also playing either uh, a Liliana, the Last Hope, or a Kalatas as kind mm-hmm. of an extra semi win condition, semi hedge, you yeah. know, against more aggressive decks, which is which is kind of a nice place to be when a card can do both. Mm-hmm. And, that, uh, that's that's yeah. what I was playing actually. I was playing I, I was playing two Scarab Gods, three torrential gear hulks, one. Kalatas. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, nice. That's what I was playing. Yeah, and then the spells are pretty standard. Four Fatal Push, four Sensor, three Essence Cutter, four Grasps, one Negate, three Disallows, two Flaying Tendrils, which is interesting in the yes. main. Yeah. Uh, three Supreme Wills and four Glimmer Genius. And then mm-hmm. 26 lands. No utility lands, just a, just straight up mana, because the mana requirements are pretty severe. Yeah, yeah, God. yeah you it need depends. a lot of black mana. Uh, you, you need a lot of double color lands to support your options for either double black or one in the blue on turn two so yeah and like pretty much since battle for zendikar or uh, was it battle or no, uh, the grasp came out got reprinted 
we've had this problem of needing double black into double blue in yeah. these decks. Yeah. And uh, it's always been like a big, big problem in making a blue-black control deck work. Yeah. But uh, it seems to have maybe gotten there, like the four fetid pools. Oh, yeah. I think that's yeah. what did it. Yeah. yeah. And having the ability to cycle them as well late is pretty good. That's been amazing for me. I've only played a couple of games with this deck so far, but like I love the cycling lands in this mm -hmm. deck. They just feel amazing. Mm -hmm. Especially because like you have games where you can just like slam Scarab God on turn five. Uh, and then, like, you just don't even need any more lands in a control deck after yeah. that because you all you need to do just is like eternalize one thing a turn. Yeah, that's <laughs> amazing. And then, uh, so in the sideboard, we have one dispel, three gifted Aetherborns, one negate, two Liliana the Last Hope, two to the Slaughters, three Kalatas, two summary dismissals, and one never to return. Mm -hmm. So pretty pretty standard sideboard. Like if you've looked at any of the versions of this, this list, I don't think any of this is particularly surprising. Maybe the two summary dismissals again. Well, I think that's because of the rise of ramp over the last yeah. week. Yeah. Um, I have found it very very helpful um, mm -hmm. having the summary dismissals because I was playing it online a good bit and I was just playing a ton a ton of ramp decks. Yeah. Um, I was also playing against a lot of Scarab God in Teamer, which summary right. dismissal is also okay against because you can yeah. exile it yeah I, I, or you can i mean any anytime you counter it it's fine because it's not coming back then but you can you do can something like kill it and then the trigger yeah, yeah something yeah. like that yeah. yeah that's pretty good yeah it's it's multiple uh eight of, eight of born in the side is that is that typical of these lists yeah is that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Most, yeah. a lot of lists have four on the side three yeah, yeah i mean i would bring it against like zombies ramlock bread black green uh, yeah, black green is pretty good because it kills their things that are too big for you to kill. Mm. Um, I'm surprised that only one copy of negate in the main, one copy of negate in the side. That seems a, a little bit low to me. But I'm yeah, like, I'm not sure what you'd want to take out in order to fit more negates though. Maybe the dispel, although maybe those matchups that is the dispel is just better. Yeah, the the way I was playing it, or the, the sideboard that I had, and we should mention that this is our deck of the week as well. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. Just <laughs> talk about it now. Um, the way I was playing it, I had like two dispel and two negate in the sideboard, and then one negate in the main. Then I had two gifted Etherborn instead of three, and I had no Lilianas. Mm. I, I didn't have any Lilianas because I don't want to buy them on Magic Online just before they rotate. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah. Nor do I. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't even think Liliana is that good. She's good. She, I, I don't think, think she's, she's that necessary. I think she's very good, and like it can get you like. It's really nice in a control deck to just have a turn three play that can win you the game. Like that's not something that happens very often. That's true, yeah. But that doesn't come up very much, to be honest. Like, no. Usually no. they're going to be able to deal with your Liliana, and it's just yeah. going to buy you some time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not even going to get you back a card in this deck, really. Like like usually with Liliana in decks, like the minus two is really good and and really helps the game plan. In this, it doesn't really do all that much. Hmm. I mean, you can. Buy yourself back a trench of gear hook, but then I mean they know it's there and they're not going to walk into it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you just it's strong. usually oh, it feels so good when you're playing this deck to get to nine mana mm -hmm. and play a scarab god, oh. and your trench of gear hook died earlier, <laughs> but oh you're just like anytime I want, I can just pay four mana and have a four four gear hook and counter your your next spell. Yeah, because yeah. usually when by the time you do that, your opponent has like one or two cards in hand. Yeah, you're just yeah. like you can do nothing. <laughs> We're just I like, can do all the things. I would just get greedy and glimmer every time. I think though. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. that's just me. I mean, <laughs> usually I have like mil a million other cards in hand, so yeah. I just play the oh, glimmer that I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was playing this deck. Uh, I suppose we'll kind of 
transition into the yeah. tournament report as well. I was playing this deck uh, last week at the local tournament, and it just I, every every game felt really really easy. Mm. Yeah. Um, I played against Teamer twice, and I played against Zombies twice. And Zombies is supposed to be a hard matchup for this deck. Mm. I had like one Yanni's extra days in the main, and two in the sideboard, which I think is a lot better than playing tendrils against Zombies. Mm. Yeah. I mean, depending, it's not not as good against Relentless Dead, but. I mean, you can't kill the uh, Lord of the Curse, board. right? Like yeah. With flame, with flame Tendrils. Oh, with Flame Tendrils, yeah. yeah so. That's yeah, that's yeah. the thing, exactly. You, yeah. Or you can't kill a Dorograph Colossus yeah. with uh, one counter on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so every win just felt easy. It was just a breeze. So just like Scarab God, now the game's over. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like He's a nuts card. It's amazing Great. that like Ronus and Hazard have both been popular... And now Scarab God is extremely popular and people still just aren't putting ways to deal with these cards in their decks. Yeah. And it's been yeah. like months at this yeah. point. It's kind of nuts. We did see actually very sweet play in uh, Washington DC where it was uh, Christian Calcano playing Mono, Mono Black Zombies and his opponent played Scarab God. His opponent was on Teamer, I believe. And uh, he played a removal spell. He played a never return to essentially bounce the Scarab God to keep it off the table for a turn because mm-hmm. he was on he was stuck on three lands and then he uh, you know his opponent replayed the Scarab God then next turn and then he untapped drew a land and was like error glory so he he had he had side, he had brought error glory in his sideboard specifically yeah. for the the God yeah and he can just take over the game so hard speaking of which we do have the Vraska's condemnation is that contempt contempt my apologies. Yeah. Uh, in the next set which will be yeah. a really nice answer to these huge. cards mm-hmm. but it's also insane in this blue-black deck too like, yeah. you just play it yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, <laughs> flashing it back with Torrential Gearhulk is, oh. Oh. Uh, oh. it's really nice oh. Jesus Stop. Christ yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait um, so yeah that, that was kind of I mean the story of the weekend in, in the GPs was Mono White Aldrazi Ramp of various forms Green White in particular mm-hmm. Um Blue black control, teamer with Scarab God, I think was by far yeah. the most played, like more than more than the version from last weekend. Yeah. So you know people were basically trying to go over the top of the other teamer decks, mm. but everybody was doing that, so they were just all the same again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, go one step further. Well, Scarab God completely warps the game. People have to play their removals as bounce spells it's in an effort to try and get their terrible graveyard hate cards to get them. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah like if you can manage to somehow like have seven mana and cast never all both sides of never return then maybe <sighs> the card's pretty insane and then they just don't tap and play another one <laughs> <laughs> I think like I, I don't yeah, think I, I mean I think I maybe said this card was good I don't know people I'm sure will call me out on this maybe I yeah. said it was terrible or something but like it's only five mana yeah that's yeah, yeah. That's and it thing. just it blocks like a channel it's supposed to buy five it's like yeah. on top of all this it's five mana yeah. five mana five, five. Yeah, yeah it's really really good <laughs> Oh, guys, you're going to see a lot of this card over yeah. the next while. God. Yeah, I mean, we are getting another good Graveyard Hate card, but meh. Yeah, I think you're, you're just power true, keep playing it. Yeah. I mean, the Scarab God's still on the board after you play your Graveyard Hate <laughs> card here. Yeah, 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 you, you have, have to, to you know, to... trade with it as well, like yeah. trade a removal spell. Yeah, you're going to two for one yourself. Walk the plank. Walk the plank. Two for That's one right. yourself, and but you get to scry one. Boom. 1.5 one 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 yourself. yourself, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, Scarab God. It's too late to invest in Magic Online. He's a great if you guy. I haven't already. Yeah, yeah it's spiked. And already. probably in paper as I well. Got, I got mine in paper. Um, just as the Graveyard Hate card was spoiled, it was like <laughs> it, it was. They would have sent me sent, sent the uh, the 
uh, the screenshot of the new card to our WhatsApp group and like that notification came in at the exact same time as the <laughs> as a PayPal email confirmation. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> it was like it's fine. It's, it doesn't matter, the card's still in. So I it's think still it's gonna, very it's good. good. Um do you have much to say from our tournament report? No, I don't have anything to say at all. Nothing happened no? at all in tournament, okay. so I can even think <laughs> of it. you, Kieran? Um, yeah, I think Al didn't show up. I didn't see him. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I was just in a different bracket. Didn't see him in the standings. Uh, went well for me. Yeah, it was a pr- pretty solid night. I was just playing Teamer again. Pretty much the same list. I'm like, I was going like changing it a little bit. I didn't have any Scarab Gods to put it, put in. Although, to be honest, I've, I've been doing pretty well just with the with the standard Stop version. Yeah, so, uh, and it doesn't seem as fun as splashing Nickel Bolas, so... You know, if I'm going to splash a ridiculous black card, I mean, at this point, it probably will be Scarab God if everyone's playing it. But, yeah. but last week, yeah, it probably would have been Nicol Bolas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I went 3 1. Um, lost to the Team Ramirror, uh, more aggressive version. Uh, played against Josh Nolan. He just had, had the Ronuses and stuff beating me down faster. Mm-hmm. Um, all my other matchups, I think I had some close games. I had some good games, but nothing really exciting happened, to be honest. It's. I'm pretty much I've, I've mm. kind of seen all the play patterns with this team or deck at the moment and I'm just riding yeah. it out till the end of the season yeah. so then I'll probably be playing blue black or something sweet yeah. great or maybe just teamer yeah. deck is not rotating teamer no, yeah, 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 I, yeah I think it might still be good yeah, yeah I, I, I think, think it's a good call for the start I think, I think if people are going to be defaulting towards Ramanap Red with the uh, with, with just with lightning strike people are going to be going back towards that and then yeah, maybe, maybe just going is pretty good yeah it's so, good, good yeah. mid-range deck for you want to be yeah. I mean like it's just like at the, at the start of a format where it's everything's all over the place and nobody has an idea of what's good or what's going on, that's a good deck to play because you're just like, I've been playing this for a long time. I know yeah. these cards are good. Unless someone has something super broken, I at least have a fighting chance against yeah. any brew that people are bringing. Definitely. Yeah, I think, I think to compare it to the start of Kaladesh, like, the deck that took off week one was you know, the, the uh, Red White Vehicles deck. Yeah. And that was like, obviously it wasn't the deck that was good before, that was just a deck that R&D wanted you to play. And yeah. all the cards were so pushed. And I think so far we're, we're seeing obviously we're seeing some kind of sweet pirate cards, sweet merfolk cards, but they're obviously not as pushed as, as vehicles were. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're instead instead of playing the deck that R and D wants you to play, play the deck R and D wants you to play last year. Yeah, <laughs> this year. Yeah, last year. This year's the 2017 2016's deck of the year. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> no, I, 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 I went oh four at standard. I'll oh, say it. I'll own it. No, admit <laughs> exactly. It was. It was not a good day. But I. I four zero to zero four. <laughs> and they sad. don't cancel each other out. They don't. It's not how it works. No, that's how it works. Well, yeah. well those are. I had a, a somewhat amusing story from as modern the previous day where I went three one. That's much better. Yes. Um, but <laughs> there was in, in the table beside. So around one, I was playing against uh, black white smallpox. So it was like a very long game. It was rather very intense watching that. But beside me, um, it was a. Uh, it was something Simon and Zach were both playing a. Uh, Black white hate bears mirror. So the black white hate bear hate bears mirror. I've never seen it before. The mirror before. It's absolutely insane because like both. So yeah, black white black white hate bears taxes itself does as much as attack. It does as much as attacks as the opponent. So like both of them are just taxing. So each all other. the pods exiles cost three mana. Yeah, and it's nobody exactly, can search their libraries. <laughs> and it's, it is, and there's, there's like flicker wisps on either side of the board. And it's like, so someone played flicker wisp and everything will start flicking back and forth, and it was absolutely crazy. So uh, I, I, I was just target your ether vial. Yeah. In response, ether vial in my flicker wisp. Exactly. Target that, your ether vial. That, that's the kind of bullshit that's happening. It was amazing. So there's a big huge crowd around that table, and like yeah. I was, I, well, I was so tempted just to look over as soon as happening because it looked so interesting. Yeah. I was like, well, focus on my game, uh, and then. So as I focused on my game, I heard, so Zach passed the turn back to Simon, Simon untapped, and in his upkeep, he said something, 
And I, I didn't hear what he said, but everyone just went absolutely crazy. Everyone was like screaming and shouting. And I was like, oh my God, what the hell was that? And I, even as I was trying to focus back on my game, I was even thinking like, what kind of sweet plays does that deck have that you do in your own upkeep? And then I, I got to think of it. So eventually, eventually the game ended. Uh, that's why my, my game ended. And I went over to watch, it, to watch this game, the mirror match. So yeah. it, gone, got, it had gone into turns. Uh, Zach passed. Of course. Yeah. So Zach, Zach, so just, and, so Zach was like in the tank and he was turn four. Someone asked, so what's the life totals? He said, oh, it's 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing had happened. Because <laughs> I don't think there's no fetches or... Um, <laughs> So then he, so uh, Zach said, "Oh no, I can't win this." He passed the turn back to Simon. Simon uh, just said, "I attack with everything." And then uh, Zach just waved his hand over his side of the board and said, "I block." <laughs> so it ended up ended up in a draw. But then after after shoving up, I asked someone, "Oh, what was the sweet play that Simon made in his upkeep that everyone was cheering for?" And someone said, "Oh yeah, he just he remembered his age while trigger." <laughs> <laughs> You'd forgotten it. <laughs> it was forgotten a few times. Then when you remembered it, everyone just went wild. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but nobody has ever felt so good about remembering yeah. their age world triggers. <laughs> it was an amazing game. <laughs> That's great. Okay, so uh, as we come to the end of the podcast here, we have an email. Oh, from a listener. Oh my god. So um, I'll just read it out. So this is uh, from Ruben. I, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, right? I think so. Yeah. It's either Ruben or Ruxpin. I don't know. I actually, I don't even know if this is a man or a woman. I'm going to assume it's a man, but I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, Ruben writes, Dear Skullcrack Podcast, Hello, I've been listening to the podcast for a bit and I've enjoyed how warm and inviting the conversations you guys have are. Thanks, it, Ruben. it really feels like you're sitting right there in the room we and are. taking in a nice little chat. <laughs> and the bonus after hours end step section of the podcast is great. The most recent one with the meme card guessing was hilarious. And I even got a couple of them correct. Kieran, you weren't a part of that, sorry. Oh my god, the the beats. (laughs) I don't have much of a chance to play these days, so it's great to feel like I'm at least sort of still plugged in. One of the key things I enjoy is that even during the spikiest constructed sections, the tone is totally accessible, even for a casual-ish Johnny, primarily draft-only players like me. Too many podcasts get bogged down with trying to be as gung-ho PT prep as possible and become off-putting if you yourself are not also super heavily involved. Um, so thanks for the thanks for the kind words, Ruben. Thank you. Yeah, that's very it's nice. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. And we will be emailing emailing you back with some kind words of our own. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so if anybody else would like to email us, uh, please do at skullcrackpodcast at gmail dot com. There we go. And if you want to ask about anything, um, our favorite decks, our favorite sweet plays, Street Fighter, favorite Street Fighter. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Um, if you'd like to know the difference between Diet Coke and Coke Zero I can talk at length about that it's a very interesting and convoluted story nice. that, we, we can make our own podcast about that what about uh, Coke Zero Vanilla is that huge? oh it's different oh okay. it's it has vanilla in it alright okay <laughs> what about the difference between LucasAid Orange and LucasAid Sport Orange oh I think the LucasAid Sport Orange about that, right? is, yeah LucasAid Orange uh, is like is carbonated and sort yes, orange. Yes, that is correct. But Coke Zero and Diet Coke have a, has a far more subtle difference, which we may explore in Good future episodes. episodes. <laughs> right. We'll leave that as a cliffhanger. If you right. want to know any of that information, you can tweet us uh, at Skullcrack. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that's going to be it for this week. Thanks for listening, guys. Cool. See you guys. Bye. Bye bye.
we're seeing some spoilers, we're seeing some pirates, we're seeing some dinosaurs. Mm. So in this episode of uh, Extra Turn, in our, <laughs> forget uh, the name. No, I, I was thinking of sometimes when it's a quiz, you call it Lion versus Wolf because that's what oh, your okay, names okay. are. Right. We're, gonna, we're gonna have a, a, a person fight off in a quiz about dinosaurs. So how is your dinosaur trivia? Your dinosaur. My oh, Jurassic Park trivia is high. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If we're talking <laughs> fictional dinosaurs, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all in. All right. So I think some incidental Jurassic Park knowledge might help in this dinosaur race. Okay, race. sweet. Okay. Question number one is, according to Dr. John Hammond, what is, it, <laughs> what is the running speed of a T-Rex? Oh. Uh, 45 miles an hour? So you say 40, so it's, it's, you probably won't get the actual number, so whoever's closest. Okay. So you say 45? Okay. 45. Um... I'm going to go with 54. No, it's 32. So Damn it. Okay, okay. 32 Way off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what is the name of the dinosaur that kills Dennis Nedry? Nedry? Uh, um, also in Jurassic Park. Is it an Allosaur? No. Oh. It's a strange one. This is the one with the frills, right? Actually, fun fact, this dinosaur does not have frills, despite its depiction in the film. But it did spit. In stuff. the film it did, yeah. And it but not, in real life? In real life it does not spit stuff either. It's, it's almost so an like, it doesn't. So it's a fictional dinosaur. No, it's a Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus, god damn it. I know that one. God. You know what dinosaur we see getting eaten by a T-Rex? I mean, a lot, no? No, only one dinosaur. In the only Park. one dinosaur gets eaten by the T-Rex. I mean, Velociraptor. Oh, oh, hang on. At the end? Yes. Yeah, well, the, not, not that one. Okay. Is it <laughs> in the middle. In the middle, a, yeah. I'm totally guessing. I'm going to say Diplodocus. No. Okay. I'm, uh, no. Gallimimus. Gallimimus. God damn They're it. flocking right towards us. Yes. Uh, how many people They're died? flocking this way. Flocking this way. Damn it. That's even better. How many people died in Jurassic Park in the... In the During the filming? <laughs> During the filming. <laughs> many dinosaurs <laughs> uh, in, in the story. The story. Hold on. Right. So, kind of up. Yeah. yeah. I think Kieran can hear you counting. It's not like you're yeah, I'm, just, I'm just gonna let you answer. I don't. I don't know. Uh, is this closest? Yeah. Um, so like that, we actually see die on yeah, screen. Yeah. Actually, see die on screen. Well, there's Samuel L. Jackson, right? Yes. There's the lawyer guy. Yes. General. Um. There is the clever girl man. Um, like, do we see him die on screen? Doesn't it cut away when he says "clever girl"? Yeah, but oh. like the dinosaur is oh, savaging. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We see, we see his hand. No, that's how I sound. But then there's also yeah. so they're the only ones that I can think of that die during the main kind of yeah. bit of it. But then there's also the guy at the start who dies from the Velociraptor. Shoot, shoot. <laughs> yeah, that part. Uh, so I'm gonna say four. What you just counted five? No, that was four. Hang on. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you, you, you missed one. You missed general. one. So is there five? There is five. Oh. Dennis Nedry. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, we just mentioned him a second oh. ago. God damn it. I'm so sure you're going to get it. way off. Um, that's forgetting your trigger. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that despite a running time of 127 minutes, Jurassic Park only contains how many minutes of actual dino footage? Mm. I need to say... 5, 10, 15, 20. What those? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, I'll say 15. I'll say 10 to be different. 15 is correct. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, the movie opens with Dr. Alan Grant and Dr. Ellie Sattler mm-hmm. carrying out a dig in which US state? These are all Jurassic Park questions, by the way. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. Is it uh, Nevada? No. Okay. Similar. Uh, it is 
New Mexico. No, Montana. Damn it. Oh. Shame on that. So Dennis uses a container, a what container? Barbara again. Yeah, oh my god. god yes, I, I, I wasn't even going to give it to you for. I, mean, I, was, I, was, I would have accepted shaving cream, but yeah. Barbasol is correct for correcting the dinosaur embryos. Uh, what, do you call a, what do you call a blind dinosaur? Is this a joke or a question? I know this one. Uh, do you think he saw us? Yes, it's in the middle. Ah, very good. Um, the dinosaur sneezes on her and that's seen, and dinosaurs most certainly did not sneeze. <laughs> because it's, most certainly. It's, 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 because a, it's, it's a mammal thing. And here's oh, the science okay. they're birds. That's it. Do yeah. birds not sneeze? Actually, you know, oh, actually, I don't know. I, I, so I was reading like a page of like you know, scientific inaccuracies with dinosaurs, and I was yeah. like, birds don't sneeze, only mammals sneeze. Mm. So I just typed in bird sneeze into YouTube, and there was like hundreds of videos of <laughs> birds sneezing. So maybe I don't know. What do you think um, of the? Sorry, just to cut into your interview. Yes. What, do you, what are your interview? Your quiz. What do you think of the? Uh, the they're making such a big deal in Ixalan about the the birds having feathers. The birds, the dinosaurs having feathers. Yeah, yeah. They're like it's, it's a big deal. Our dinosaurs are historically yeah. accurate. So like I think it's like shut up. Who cares? Yeah, I, I think they definitely didn't have hex proof. Like so, they, they certainly did not. No, and people did not ride them like <laughs> nights. Yeah, because then I think it's it was because I suppose they, they oh, the whole thing of dinosaurs having feathers. It was only it was after the film. No, no, was that was that for? No, they they realized before that uh, okay. they chose they intentionally chose not to give them okay. feathers in the film because it's a spookier looking. If that had been the question, okay. I'd be <laughs> acing this. Well, let's cross. Okay, continue. Yeah. <laughs> continue. But I think, I think so I was looking up T Rexes in particular. So yeah, Velociraptors did definitely have feathers, but the jury is still out of T Rexes. Mm. Yeah, well, there was a lot of there were a lot of dinosaurs that had like downy. Yeah, fluff and it's, more than feathers, right? Yeah, and it's, it's really hard to tell because like, the only evidence we have are fossils. We have so yeah. few fossils. So. Yeah, and um, it's pretty hard to get your feathers fossilized. Yeah. Uh, so, what animal is used to fill in the gaps of dino DNA? Frog. Yes. Dino DNA. <laughs> well, I, I think it's because I mean, and the whole point of the film is that dinosaurs more related to birds, so why didn't they use bird DNA? And uh, I don't know. Frogs are more genetically similar to humans than they are to. Birds. That's cool. Dinosaurs. Yeah. Hmm. So, I don't know. Steven Spielberg needs to get his get his facts right. Yeah. So, we do, so we do want to name of the character that described the cloning process. Um, it's the Dino DNA dude. He's made of DNA. Um, <laughs> I think you can make an, an educated guess based on yeah. that information. A velociraptor. <laughs> That is the answer to all dinosaur-related uh, <laughs> quiz questions. Um, oh my God, what is his name? Think of like the least creative name they could give to a character in yeah. the DNA. Dina? No, <laughs> it's not a woman. No, more, more, less creative than that. Less creative than that. This is Mr. DNA. Oh, Mr. Uh, DNA. Mr. It's like, DNA. I didn't even think about it. And the last question is, uh, E. Malcolm proclaims that which Disney ride does not eat the tourists when it breaks down? Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, That's good. our link back to Ixalan. Yeah. <laughs> um, e. Malcolm is the best. Yes. Uh, so as we mentioned some inaccuracies with the villains. Do you want to, to try to think of some more? So like, you know, the way the T-Rex is portrayed. Uh, the way the T-Rex is portrayed. Yeah, it's probably far too large. I think well, I suppose that's something they can get, probably could get right. I don't know in particular, but mm. like we, we know a lot about the size. Um, is it the fact that it's like hunting? Yeah, that does mainly a scavenger. Yeah, the same as a scavenger. Yeah, and the same time, then at the same time, even if it was you know, hold the whole trope in the film was like the the footsteps. 
Oh, right, okay, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, well, it's a glass of water. It's not, it's not a very good hunter if, that's what the, if its footsteps are that loud. Sure, yeah. Um, I know the whole eyesight based movement thing. I was going to say yeah, that. Oh, like, okay. I I, I, that's, yeah. that's, yeah, it's something that there's no way we could know that. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, I, it is a really, really cool uh, plot device. It is, yeah. It's like, you have to stay still. Yeah. But apparently, so I, I, haven't, I haven't read the books, but apparently in the books, that's, so that's a, a plot point to the book in the first mm-hmm. book. Then uh, Lost World was a sequel. And in that, there's like a character who doesn't move when the T-Rex comes, but the T-Rex Ooh. still eats them anyway. And there's like, someone makes <laughs> that, some... That happens in the, in that the film in, as in well. Film as well. Okay. Yeah. I think maybe in the book, there's a line, someone says, what was he doing? And then someone said, oh, he must have read the wrong book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stupid self-aware. Uh, finally, do you know the name, do you know the animals that were used to make up the T-Rex roar? Uh, a lion. Right? No? No. It's a mix of animals. Yeah, it's, it's animals, a mix. Yeah. They're, they're an elephant? There's an elephant yeah, in there? A baby elephant. A baby Ooh. elephant, okay. Um, I'll say a tiger. Tiger is your Tiger, yeah, okay. Yeah. And the other two are ones you probably won't guess. Hippo? No. Think of two animals that don't. <laughs> two animals that aren't known for their sound they make all that much. Mm. I'll try to say that again. Uh, they don't really have iconic roars, either of these animals. Okay. Mm. It can be a rhino. What a pain. <laughs> It's a penguin. A penguin? Really? And an alligator. Oh, oh that's, that's where cool. the hiss sound comes from, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think they described the alligator as a gurgly sound. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, those parts when the when the T-Rex is like looking in the window and he's doing a little oh, yeah. rumble. Don't die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yes, um, I, I, I suddenly remembered on a totally unrelated note on the topic, a sick play I made in... Oh, what's it called? Um, the game, the party Magic game, where you draw stuff. No, Karen, I don't mind any sick plays in Magic the Gathering. This is in... Quick draw. Um, no, ah, oh, God, it's the... Pictionary. Cranium, cranium. Cranium. So you know cranium, there's like all different parts of cranium. One of them is like Pictionary. Mm-hmm. One of them is you have to draw a thing. Yeah, just basically, you give a clue, you have to draw, draw clues for the thing without mm-hmm. drawing the actual thing itself. Yeah. So one I got was Crocodile. Mm-hmm. So it's like basically draw a picture of it. So I get your team to guess crocodile, but you're not going to draw a crocodile. Oh, you're going to be an absolute scumbag. But I did. I drew a picture of an I drew a picture of an alligator. Yeah. And everyone shouted their crocodile. I was like, didn't draw a crocodile. It's an alligator. What's the difference between an alligator and crocodile? Like the nose is different. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you just drew a picture of a crocodile. It's like it's like a. I think Glorybringer is like an alligator, whereas Bantu was like a crocodile. Okay. I'll so it's got, it's got like a, a larger uh, underjaw. Okay. Okay. Cool. Fair enough. Well, All I right. won that game of Cradium. Uh, I went 04 <laughs> in standard. I certainly <laughs> lost this you game. You have a cranium. deep understanding of, a, of the Cranium meta. Yes, there we go. Um, anyway, on that level, do plays. Ridiculous note. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> See you guys. Bye bye.